pickaxe. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's it going? I am Bryony. I've said it at the beginning now. Oh, yes. Uh, hello, I'm Kirsty. There we go. Bam, nailed it. Bam. Nice. <laughs> cool. We got that out of the way. We always forget. We did it this time. Welcome. Welcome to, to the comfort zone. The comfort zone. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Get yourself a nice a nice pair of slippers. And yeah. A blankie. A little cup of tea. Hot chocolate. Or hot chocolate, yeah. Snuggling. I say that, but I, I think a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're out and about traveling so that's true actually that's a good point a lot of people have been saying like oh i've saved it to listen to on my commute so they're gonna have to bring their blanket and their pajamas on the train yeah take a little a little flask of hot chocolate on the bus snuggle up next to the stranger next no maybe don't maybe don't do that Maybe maintain Just give them, give them one of your earbuds. Let them listen in. Yeah. Have a lovely, cosy time. Make a friend today. Why not? If there's no one else on the bus, just go to the bus go driver. Go to the driver. They want to listen. <laughs> I'm sure that will make them feel very comfortable. Yeah, they'd love that. <laughs> they would absolutely love that. So we had, uh, we posted the second one. We did. We had some really nice comments. Yeah. Thank you. People saying we should do more. One of my favourite comments was, oh, Kirsty's is the best voice that I've discovered, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow, I hate my voice. What the hell? <laughs> so that was very nice. That was nice. That was pleasant. Thank you for enjoying my voice. I think like your voice... Your voice sounds different in your head, I think. Yeah, it does. The royal you. <laughs> I'm not in your head to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think very often, I think it's quite a common thing for people to just not like the sound of their voice. Yeah. Doesn't your voice sound deeper in your head? I think so, because in my mind, I've always thought that I had a really deep voice and people are like, no, you don't. No, you don't. That's nonsense. But in my mind, I'm like, hello. Hello, I am <laughs> Brian. going? I love buns. <laughs> Bunny. <laughs> but then I hear myself back on the streams and I'm like, oh, I'm at, I have a bird voice. The bird voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it definitely sounds different. It depends on how tired I am as well. Like these recordings, I'm like, hello, I had a dream. <laughs> the thing I found most about recording the dreams is just how wheezy I am in the morning. Because I'm quite a wheezy person mm. anyway. Like I have a proper muttly laugh usually. And I can just hear the pauses in between. Like I'll be like, so I had a dream that <gasps> I saw a shark. And <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a very yawny person. I'll be Aww. like, I had a dream. <gasps> <gasps> I got told off for how much I was yawning on my stream this morning. Oh, no. People were like, you're setting me off. Stop it. Oh, I always <laughs> yawn on my streams. People, people just have to deal with it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just permanently tired. Apparently, if you yawn when other people are yawning, it means that you have very high empathy. Oh. So if you do yawn, you're nice. Oh, good. Well, that way, it doesn't mean you're not nice if you... I've not yeah, worded this very well. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's hard to tell if someone's a psychopath. They don't yawn when I yawn. How dare you? <laughs> if you don't yawn, what's wrong with you? That's how they do it in police interviews. Yeah, they just yeah. sit there going... Mm. <laughs> and they stare at them. They're like, we've got him. <laughs> we've got him. He's not yawning. How many people are going to be sitting on their commute yawning now? Oh, jeez. The bus driver yawning. Oh, God. Keep your eyes on the road, bus driver. Oh. <laughs> Um, so this week mm-hmm. is Kirsty Dreams. It is a me week. I did actually have some nice dreams this week that I enjoyed, but I didn't record. But the one that stuck in my head was another wrestling one. I also had a wrestling dream. Oh, is it one of the ones you've recorded? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> it didn't have like wrestlers in it per se. But it was a wrestling dream. But you'll hear it. I think it's the second one we're going to listen to. I can't remember what the first one is. Is it about us wrestling? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I had this dream that, you know, Christian, I think he's Christian Cage. He used to be like Christian and Edge. Yes. Um, But now he's joined AEW. Mm -hmm. I had a dream that I was back at my parents' house and we had this outdoor sand pit that was filled with wrestling sand because that was a thing in my dream wrestling sand wrestling sand you know sand that you wrestle in apparently (laughs) and um i looked outside and there were these two men like throwing the sand at each other and mucking about and i went out and one of them was christian and i just said to him you of all people should know how expensive this stuff is Oh my god! And then we ended up just chatting. Uh, I was like, "Oh, I've been watching some of your rumbles from when you were younger and stuff like that." <laughs> Had a nice little chin wag. That's amazing. Just wrestling sand. <laughs> wrestling sand. It's special sand. Stop playing with the wrestling sand. Yeah, if you, it's it's finer, not quite as irritating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I can't remember what the first dream... Oh, actually, it might have been a homework dream again. Did you want to jump in? Did yeah, you want to listen we... to... I'm just... I'm staring at the files, just like, I want I'm, to listen to I am to too. Him. Should we listen to them? I um, yeah. can't remember what this one is, so let's do it. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Hello. Okay, I had a dream where we were all in this arena, and they were wrestling in the middle, um, and a bunch of the yogs were there, and they kept going up, and they had to fight this big wrestler. Who went first? I can't remember. But I know that Ravs was there. Bryony might have been there. And they all went out one by one fighting this wrestler. And they were all losing. Because he was like this big guy. He was like a big sumo wrestler. Almost. And then Booth went out. But Booth was like one foot tall for some reason. And they were like, this isn't fair. So they brought out a miniature wrestler. <laughs> but Booth still didn't win. So everyone lost. And then they were like, it's Kirsty's turn. And I was like, what? I didn't sign up for this. And they were like, yeah, Kirsty signed up for the the medium ranking. And I was like, what? And everyone else was apparently heavy. And I was like, I didn't even sign up for this. Who put me up for medium? What? And I was like, have you seen my butt? I'm not a medium. I'm a heavyweight. But I went up anyway. And then this wrestler comes out and I managed to like kite him. And it's almost like a video game. So I was shoot. It was like a bullet hell video game. And I was shooting at him and collecting health for ages. And eventually I won. And I was like, oh my god, I won. And I went back. Uh, and Ravs was like, is that the only person you have to fight? And I was like, yeah, everyone else has lost. I guess I win. And then the announcer says, 
Oh, I can't remember who they announced. They announced some sort of character. They were like, ah, oh, a new challenger. It's blah, blah, blah. Some sort of fictional character who I can't remember. And I looked over and it was fucking Ped looking really jammy. <laughs> and I was like, you bastard. Now I have to fight you. But it was a, a double fight. So there were two of us. And I had data from Star Trek on my team. And Ped had someone else, I can't remember who. Um, and I went down there to start the fight. And it turns out that they had, like, these guns with... with they were, like, Nerf guns with uh, with colourful uh, ammo. And then we were like, what do we do? Do we have to shoot them at each other? Do we have to, like, get as many... Because there were these pots. We were like, do we have to get the ammo in these pots? Like, what do we do? And they weren't telling us. And it was just like, ah. Oh. So... I was like, I'm going to go to the toilet quick before uh, this starts. So I went to the toilet. And they had, like, outfits for us to change into. So I changed into this outfit. Um, and I came back out. And I was like, oh, I hate this. I don't want to wear this. these shorts. They're horrible. Meanwhile, somebody on the other team is trying to attack me. And I was like, mate, I'm not finished yet. I haven't changed. Stop attacking me. So I went back in. And I put my jeans back on. And then my geography teacher walked in to use the toilet. And I was like, sorry, I'm busy. I have to change. <laughs> Uh, and then when I was back in my comfortable clothes, I went back out and got ready to start the fight. And that's it. That's when the dream ended. Was, oh, and I lost my phone in the kerfuffle. It was really weird. I don't know why, but I'm a wrestling champion. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I am a wrestling champion. I'm a wrestling champion. I lost my phone in the kerfuffle. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a weird one. <laughs> I have no idea what the other dream is. I thought that was the second one. When was this dream? What? When did I have it? Yeah. Um. Phew, probably about three or four days ago. Oh, okay. Because my initial reaction or my like first thought was, I wonder if it's to do with everyone doing the Mario Kart speed runs oh. and it's you thinking like oh should I should I take part should yeah. I sort of thing like because I guess that would be like the competition element it's true yeah it was three days ago so it could be everyone has been talking about Mario Kart constantly lately like we'll be on discord and they're just constantly they're talking strategies and who's the best p- uh, character to be what's the best car and I'm just sitting there like I really need to take part don't I how it happened in the dream <laughs> is that someone just signed you up for it so maybe I need to just sign you up yeah well you did you did yours yesterday now I'm a bit like oh I should do it so there we go you've done it now thrown down the gauntlet is that what they do you've thrown it down right in my face pick it up I'll pick it up and I'll get a high score <laughs> but yeah it was that's the tiny booth as well <laughs> I don't know why. She had her own little arena as well. Aww. But she still didn't win, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a weird dream. See, I was like pretty certain that it was going to be like something to do with like the Mario Kart stuff. And then it got like halfway through and I was like, okay, maybe I've, (laughs) maybe I don't know anymore. (laughs) This is just my brain. Welcome. Welcome to my brain. It makes no sense. And then data from Star Trek turned up. Don't know why. Uh, I've barely, barely watched Star Trek, honestly. Maybe it's because you've been getting all of that, like the strategy data to do with Mario Kart. Maybe that's it. (laughs) Maybe that's That's it. what you're going to be partnered with. It's you and Data. Me and my Data are the ultimate team. <laughs> I've been sitting here listening to everyone's strategies and now I'm going to beat them all. <laughs> yeah, you will be the, you're going to wrestle the cart down the road. <laughs> <laughs> wrestle the competition. <laughs> Is that, I don't, well, 
I guess the, the, the different costumes could be... I mean, because in the end, you ended up not wearing a costume, didn't you? You said you didn't yeah, want to do it. Yeah, so what it was, I, I went to get changed and it had these shorts that we had to wear. But I just really don't like wearing shorts. So when I came out, I was like, nope, hate it. Don't want to wear them. So I went back and I was like, I'm going to put my other clothes back on. And then my geography teacher, Miss Wishusen, walked in and wanted to use the toilet. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. She made a guest appearance. I would say that maybe that's, oh, I can't think how to word it, but I guess maybe that's something to do with, because I, like when I did my America, I felt super nervous. And I guess it's because it's not something I usually do. So it did feel like I was, in a way, dressing up in a costume I don't usually wear. So maybe, oh. like, does that make sense? Like, maybe you're thinking, like, oh, I'm I'm nervous to do this because it feels like I'm putting on my shiny costume. But really, you can be yourself and wear your comfy PJs whilst you play Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. This makes more sense in my brain. <laughs> this is getting very deep. I am quite nervous to do it, really. But I, I'm going to just have fun with it, honestly, because everyone is... Doing all these strategies, and they're like, "Oh, I want to play Link, but I have to play Roy and stuff like that." And I'm just like, "I'm just going to play Daisy. I don't care." Oh no, I I went in dry bones. But yeah, you went in with he's my boy. You, you, you went in with the dry bone. Yeah, that's my style. I can't go against. I can't go against my grain. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Daisy or nothing. And that's that's just how I do. I'm not going to be like mega don't try hard about it. So I'm not going to put shiny on the shorts. wrestling shorts. Just yeah. Yeah. Be your comfy self. <laughs> <laughs> we could have that on a poster. Yeah. Don't put on your shiny wrestling shorts. I'm excited though. It's going to be fun. I honestly don't know why I was so nervous. Like I've not been that nervous before. Like the only thing I can compare it to is when we won the Rocket League championship and I had to go and do an interview afterwards yeah. and I was proper like shaking. I think I'm just, I think Aww. I'm just scared of sports. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's understandable. I would have been nervous in that situation though. Cause you were interviewed by, by Stumpy, weren't you? Stumpy and Cole. Yeah. Yeah. It was Stumpy and Cole. And you know, we don't really know Stumpy and Cole that well. So if it was someone like, I don't know, Tom, it would be like, Hey, it's Tom. But you know, it was, it was people you don't really know and in a situation you didn't really know about a game you didn't really know and it was scary you know <laughs> yeah yeah I would have been the same it's just weird how sometimes like we stream pretty much every day and you get used to you know it's just it's just what you do sort of thing and then some days you just be sat there I don't know if you get the same thing but you just be sat there and you'll be like oh, I'm scared to go live yeah yeah, I get that. And I have to really like make myself be like, just 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 do it. Just do it. Just do it, forehead. Just push <laughs> the button. Just, just push the button. <laughs> it was just one of those days where I was like, I don't know why. I've played Mario Kart many a time before. I don't know why I was just like, this is a, a big thing now. I was like, it's really yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Like, it, I think it's just a, your brain on the day, really, isn't it? Yeah, brains are weird. Brains are weird. And not only that, but it's a multiplayer game and you've done it with lots of people before when you've played it. But this time it was just you. Just me and the road. Just me and the road. Me and my dry bones. Me, dry bones and the road. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was to do with Mario Kart, perhaps. Maybe my geography teacher is playing Mario Kart now. Well, I mean, geography of the tracks. Oh! There's a lot of different <laughs> areas. You've got to think, you know, you've got to navigate around the desert, around wherever it is that the, 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 the Yoshis live. Clock. Yep, there's a lot of geography involved. A lot of geography. <laughs> 
I'm gonna force this to fit. It's just, just, just keep forcing it. Eventually, it will work. <laughs> I think my brain just doesn't make a lot of sense when it comes to dreams. The dreams are very strange. They are. I'm, I'm racking my brains as to what the next one is. It's a mystery. Oh, do you want to, do you want to have a listen? Yeah, can do. This is going to be a surprise to me. I'm acting as if like I've solved it now. Move on. Next. Solved it. Done. <laughs> Move on. So everyone who's listening, if anybody's listening, what do you think it's about? Mum, what do you think it's about? Any experts to chat? What are they, they want to try and tell me what my weird dream is about? Where I wrestled people? I was thinking about this the other day because we, we've been talking about like if we could get a guest, have our first guest on that wasn't, you know, Zoomy Tabs or Lewis shouting in the background. Yeah. Um, our first guest that's aware that they're talking to us. <laughs> and I was thinking like part of me was like, oh, what if, what if we actually got like a dream scientist on? Do you get, you must get dream scientists, right? Dr. Dreams, that I, sort I of guess. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what if we had an actual expert? Would they oh my talk God. to us? Can you imagine us dropping into their emails like, hello, would you like to be on our <laughs> podcasts where we talk about wrestling our friends? It would probably be like, <laughs> have you ever seen the Philomena Kunk interviews that she does? I think I have. It rings a bell. It used to be on, um, oh, what's his name? Charlie Brooker. She would have segments on that. Right. Along with Barry Shippies. <laughs> Made me laugh one time. I can't remember the guy's actual name. But he's like a proper serious director. The guy who plays this character mm. called Barry Shippies. And um, I did a job with him as the director. And my dad came to pick me up at the end of the day's work. And he was like, oh, whilst I'm here, I'm just going to use the loo. And um, the director was already in there. It was one of those like portable toilets yeah. that you take to locations. And um. He went in and he came out and my dad just walked out and he went, I've just had a wee with Barry Shippiece. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. There's a claim to fame. <laughs> oh, bless. That's such a dad thing to do in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, should we listen to the mystery dream? I'm excited. I love listening to your dreams because I don't know where they're going to go. Yeah, they don't make any sense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Tabs, get out of the way. Okay, I had a dream that I was in like a town and I had to get to someone's house. I think I was racing Daltos together for some reason. So I was going my own way, working my way through town. And I kept seeing other people that I knew. And I got to like this petrol station and there was this girl and a guy behind us and the girl fell over and she was like, oh, my knee hurts. So me and whoever it was I was with, I can't remember who it was. We went over to help her and we're like, oh, you okay? And like we got her up. And I said, oh, you know, just keep an eye on it, go home, give it a wash, put some antiseptic on it, put a plaster on it and then keep an eye on it in case it gets infected, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. And they left. Uh, and then I carried on. And eventually I got to the house that I needed to get to. And when we got in the house, there were two rooms, like two bedrooms. And one of them, something was happening in the first one, but I can't remember what. I think there were just people chatting in there. But anyway, I went into the second room and... Ravs and Pyrium were in there and they were playing Dota and they were like, do you want to play Dota? And I was like, no, no, I don't want to play Dota. But I was like, fine, I will. So I joined the game. I don't, I don't even know what hero I was playing. No one in particular. And I was playing Dota and Nalzi was coaching and Nalzi was saying stuff like, oh, I keep glancing over it. Don't, don't look. Just, just, just ignore it. Just don't look. Or, and I was like, I don't know how to play. I don't know how to play Nalzi, for God's sake. 
Nobody's telling me how to play. And I think I stole a kill from Ravs at one point, and I was like, oh shit, sorry, you were meant to take that for XP. And then at one point, Pyrium was like, I can't do this. Um, and at one point I checked the levels and everyone was level 8 and I was level 1 and I was like why am I doing this this is a disaster so I was just going around trying to farm but I didn't know where to go so I was just running around lost the whole time and the map was different to how I know it and there was like one way bits that aren't supposed to be there and it was all confusing and I was just like where I can't help the team because I can't play Dota uh, and that was it. That was the dream. I can't play Dota. <laughs> the end. You've basically <laughs> described uh, how most people feel about Dota. <laughs> I love that even in your dream, you're oh so like, oh, I guess uh, I'll play Dota. I don't, <laughs> I don't play want Dota. to. <laughs> Honestly, though, you mentioning Mario Kart, it kind of does relate back to that again, because the map, it had like one way areas to go like a track. It had waterfalls in it, which I didn't mention, like some Mario Kart tracks. And yeah, I don't know. It was just maybe it is related to Mario Kart. Maybe I've got Mario Kart on the brain. I guess, again, like a lot of the time we'll be playing Dota on the Discord whilst you watch. Maybe it's that thing of like, you want to join in? I wish I knew how to play Dota. Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe that's it. I was planning on, you know, you have your dream book. Yeah. I don't have a dream book, but I downloaded a dream interpretation app. Oh. So whilst I was listening to this, I was like, you know, I'm going to pull this out of the bag. I'm going to be like, oh, well, I have this thing. And then I was like, I don't think it has Dota in it. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking through all the different options. Oh my gosh. There's nothing about Dota, but there is a a body parts. Yeah, because there was the girl that fell over. Yeah, the knee. I'm going to search for knee. Another part that I remembered while you searched for it was that this petrol station that we passed when the girl fell over, there were people outside of it that were really sad because a shop next to it had closed down. I think, I don't know if the owner had died or something, but basically it was a shop owned by a really nice guy and it had just suddenly closed and there were lots of people outside of it like, oh my gosh, why is it closed? And yeah, and I completely forgot about that when I recorded it, but it just came back to me. Yeah. Weird. I don't think this is helpful. <laughs> There's no section for knee. Right. There's a section for seeing other people's legs. Okay. I don't think this is going to be relevant. It says, in your dream, seeing someone else's legs reflects your appreciation for that individual. For some of the other reasons, you need to adopt such activities of this person. In your dream, seeing someone else's legs represents your adoration for them. Some of this person's methods should be adopted by you. So can you learn anything from them? I I don't know who they were. I have no idea who she is. (laughs) You just admired them. (laughs) And I thought she had lovely knees. (laughs) I'll check my book for leg. There isn't a knee section, but there may well be a leg. Some of the options of this, it's like seeing your fingers, seeing a finger pointing at you, seeing your particular one finger, seeing a mouth. (laughs) But there's no knee. Okay, let's look. We've got hair, hands, genitals. Nose, legs. Okay, legs will do, I suppose. To see your legs in a dream? If you see the legs of someone else... 
Oh yeah, it's the same. It may indicate your admiration for them. This is the same. Like whatever you've got is the same as my book. I wonder if there's anything about looking after someone. If your legs are wounded, it signifies an inability to stand up for yourself. Perhaps you're lacking courage and refuse to take a stand. <gasps> I am scared of doing Mario Kart and Dota. Oh. <laughs> what you need to do, you need to, you, you go home, you wash your knees, oh. you get in that cart, you do us proud. <laughs> I oh believe in you. I can do it. You can do it. I believe. <laughs> Honestly, I have been more tempted to give Dota another try lately. I want to practice, but I'm really put off by the fact that people can watch me if I go into a game. I get that. I sort of forget that that's a thing. And there are times when <laughs> I had a time when I played a really tough game and it just, we got pretty much stomped. And just after I finished, I got a message from someone being like, oh, tough gig and I was just like you were oh watching the whole time <laughs> that's the worst ugh I hate it and that's what's like completely putting me off it because I want to learn but I don't want people looking over my shoulder like you're doing this wrong I'm like no leave me alone <laughs> I think in the in the same way, it's like there are certain games that I wouldn't stream yeah. because you need that space to learn mm-hmm. before you take criticism. There is a lot of criticism. <laughs> yeah. Well, my first time playing Dota ever was on a stream with a bunch of young, including you, oh, yeah. in that tournament. It was like, let's play Dota. I'm like, what? I've never played in my life. <laughs> I'm like, how do I buy things? <laughs> that was really like trial by fire. It was so stressful. I have like over. 2000 hours but because I've not played properly in a few years everything's still changed yeah. so even now they'd be like oh look you've got loads of hours you must know it and I'm just like nope, nope. never even heard of this character the map's on the wrong side now I had to learn how to move that <laughs> <laughs> The map's changed as well. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is tough. Yeah. The thing is, I've played like a bunch of MOBAs. I've played League. I've played Heroes of the Storm. I've played Smite, even though that doesn't really count. I should technically be able to take to this, but there's just an invisible anti-Kirsty wall there that's stopping me playing (laughs) Dota. I think it's just because MOBAs just inherently make me so stressed if I feel like I'm letting the team down. And that's probably why it's like leaking into my dreams because I'm like, oh, I don't want to make people upset by not being able to play Dota. That is (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, maybe there was a whole section on feelings. Oh, feelings. Feelings, dreams. So that would be... Oh my gosh, one of the first ones is dreaming of making love with a stranger. Oh. (laughs) Is that a feeling? (laughs) Seeing yourself afraid, seeing yourself in a rage, seeing someone else in a rage, dreaming about being pregnant with triplets. Oh my God. Specific? Very specific. How is that a feeling? I feel like I might be pregnant with triplets. <laughs> There's nothing about like worrying about laying people down. Or I would have thought that would be like a big one. Yeah. There's a whole section of common dreams. It's the usual things of being chased, running and hiding, falling. Yeah. My book has that. Hang on. 10 most common dreams, right? Oh, mine's mine's about 20, I think. Oh, your, your app is better than my book. So being chased or attacked, being lost or trapped... Being injured, ill or dying, car or other vehicle trouble, house or property loss or damage, poor test or other poor performance. I have that dream all the time. Falling or flying, being naked in public or inappropriately dressed, missing the train (laughs) and natural or man-made disasters. I don't think I've ever had a natural disaster dream. (laughs) One of them is seeing yourself taking off a child from a tree. Okay, I get the feeling that this is a translated app. Oh my gosh, 
synopsis just from that says seeing a cabbage. Seeing a cabbage? What does it mean if you see a cabbage? What does it mean? I'm interested. This implies that you will ultimately make your health a priority. Unfortunately, you will do so because of the discomfort you are experiencing now, but we'll still make some adjustments that will benefit your health. There you go. What? (laughs) I dreamt of a cabbage. It means I must be healthy. I need to take better care of myself. I've seen the cabbage. Right after I save this child from a tree. (laughs) Oh my God. Dreams are so weird. I just find it strange that these... These are the the common dreams. Yeah. Has anybody listening ever seen a cabbage in their dreams? Dreaming, dream of wearing shoes. Dream of buying white shoes. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. But sadly, nothing to do with um. What if I search for Dota? <laughs> What about video games or something like that? Wait, is there a sports section? Sports. I'll look at games. So, gate, gasoline, garlic, garden, games. Most dreams in which you are playing a team game reflects how well you feel you are performing within a group situation in waking life. Uh, If you dreamed of playing... Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) If you dreamed of playing a game, pay attention to how you're reacting or playing in the team. Are you the weak link? Are you lazy? Are you the one who pulls the team together etc etc do you respect authority blah 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 are you a team player the answer to questions such as these will prove helpful if they're considered in the context of your participation in group dynamics in waking life so basically you're shit at dota in the dream you're shit at dota in real life (laughs) can you get good in the dream get good thank you book I'm looking at the the food section of dreams and there's just one that just says seeing eggs (laughs) seeing eggs egg eyes seeing yourself eating bananas (laughs) to dream that you are eating bananas showing that little bonuses or rewards can be received for your sheer determination what? I don't know (laughs) why bananas? just keep going at those bananas Mm. you've got this you're doing so well have another banana (laughs) I don't think this app is going to be the um, big key to our mindset that I was hoping it was going to be I don't know I think it will I think it is very important as long as we dream about legs and bananas (laughs) we know exactly what we're thinking wait no that sounds bad I'll just wait until next time I'll come back with all the banana dreams but no my dreams this week have all been very friend related. I was thinking that. Um, which I guess, yeah, they, I, I guess it harks back to like the team games and the and the competition that's been going on. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Brains. How do they work? How do they work? How do they work? What about you? What did you dream about? Well, I had my Christian dream. Oh, yeah. With the wrestling sand. I don't know if I can remember any of my others, but I did spend a bit of time this week because I got curious. Um, I spent a bit of time reading up about early documentations of dreams. Oh, because cool. I am fascinated with the thought of like, I guess this all goes back to if animals dream, right. I think they must do because it, I think it, it's, they do, a, it's yeah. like a brain process, right? It's just your brain processing your feelings about the day and what's happened. And I was thinking like when like humans were starting to communicate, who do you reckon was the first person to say that they had had a dream? Because they must you must have had to like put yourself out there a bit to yeah. be like, so I saw like uh <laughs> I wrestled all of my friends and Yeah. <laughs> I was 
wrestling all of you. And then an eagle came and spoke to me. Uh, <laughs> and told me I'm bad at Dota. I don't even know what Dota is. Yeah, like, I guess you would just think. Because I, I think very early on it was just assumed that it was like words from deities and messages yeah. and visions and stuff. They must have thought the future was going to look pretty weird yeah, if they were they trusting. Yeah, they must have thought it was going to be wild. <laughs> like dreaming yeah. of eating bananas and looking at cabbages. They thought, ooh, we're in for a bountiful <laughs> harvest. But I do wonder how much of it was like, because obviously we dream about things that we're worried about. So I wonder how many people would say, have a dream about a bad harvest and then go oh my gosh I've seen a vision I've been sent a vision that everything's yeah. gonna go wrong we should do this like I do wonder how much how much it was taken on board Seriously. this sort of stuff especially if someone that was like quite well respected in the community or something had one of these dreams like you know they were a bit worried they went a bit hungry and they were worried that all the crops were gonna die and they woke up like I saw the uh, the horrible plague spreading across our cabbages you know this <laughs> <laughs> it's possible I had a dream that she was a witch. She must be a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I had the vision. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting thing to look into, though. Like, dreams. Dreams past. I guess it's like a difficult one to... Because I guess that sort of thing... Well, it's probably not very well documented, but I would be interested to read about the history of, of dreaming and that sort of stuff. Because I feel like it's something, it's not something I've been really tuned into, but I feel like when I was reading about Greek mythology, there's a lot of stuff in there where it's like they had a dream that this person would overthrow them. So they, you know, their first child would be the one to take the throne. So they made sure they got rid of their child and, you know, stuff like that. I feel like they might have taken it a bit more yeah. seriously. I'm, I'm just looking, I've just looked up one of the earliest dreams and yeah it's been like recorded on a stone tablet and it's the dream tablet uh in this dream it's what people had to do before podcasts yeah they had to carve <laughs> it on a tablet uh it occurred in a temple uh, and the king saw men and women moving before him with various objects in their hands or supported on their heads an ass crouches besides one of the figures <laughs> that's just Sorry. a typical dream isn't it like something normal's happening and then there's just a, an ass right there and it's nobody mentions it yep. the ass in the room <laughs> <laughs> Should I look that up on my app? What what happens if you see an ass? <laughs> oh my god! History of dream research. Yeah, this is something I'm going to have to look into. I think like it's 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 interesting. The first dream recordings that we know of came from the Babylonians, who recorded and interpreted their dreams on stone tablets. Apparently, I don't know how true this is, but apparently, Albert Einstein's theory of relativity changed the world of physics, and it came from a dream. Einstein dreamt that he was sledding down a mountain, ever increasing speed until he nearly reached the speed of light. He noticed the stars looked different and this observation led him to the mathematics by which he figured out the famous formula. Wow! No way! That's so cool! So maybe we should be more guided by our dreams. Cabbages. That's very cool. Yeah. Dream cabbages. I love that. Like, getting, like, ideas and stuff from dreams is... I don't know how to explain it. It's it's really, like, satisfying and just a very cool thing to happen. Because you feel like you've been, like, doing something productive while sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> 
like I think the the most obvious example I can think of is for like D and D. You wake up and you've had a dream and you think, oh, that'd be a cool character or that'd be a cool monster, yeah, sort of thing. Or the theory of relativity. You know, everyone's on a different level. Funny you should say monster because apparently author Mary Shelley dreamt up the idea for Frankenstein. Ah, oh, after cool. Lord Byron challenged his guest to write a ghost story, she dreamt of the moment when the mad scientist brought Frankenstein to life. That is so cool. The following morning began to write the chilling tale. I love that. There you go. I wonder what else has been inspired by dreams. That's it's so interesting. I'm excited now. There's all these geniuses out there coming up with theories and writing amazing books. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm dreaming about people wrestling a guy and then going to the toilet. Hey everyone, wrestling sand, am I right? <laughs> it's Get big business. Now. Get your wrestling sand right here. The thing I tend to have with dreams is I will have good ideas, but it's that sort of like hollow dream idea where you're like oh and then I thought up something really great but you've not actually thought up anything yeah. I remember I had a dream where I met um, one of my favourite comic book authors uh, Jamie Smart I had a dream that I met him and I told him a joke that he found hilarious but I couldn't remember what the joke was <laughs> it's just like I woke up like what was the joke <laughs> no it, it's um, as well like when you dream about like books and stuff but you can't read the words on the paper yeah it's just like blurriness just blah 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 yeah somebody once said to me like you can't read in dreams it's not a thing you can do but i feel like i have before but maybe my brain just tricked me into thinking i had yeah Mm. have you ever had have you ever had like a a premonition dream Um, something that you've dreamt and then you've been like hang on yes i had a dream once that uh i went to a theme park and I dreamt about one particular ride in a particular place. And then I went on holiday with my family and I went to a park and there it was. Oh. So I've had that. I've also, the first time I met Ravs, I'd dreamt about that before meeting him. And what else? There was another one, but I've forgotten what it was. I, I feel like that one wasn't as interesting. It was probably like, I dreamt I had a sandwich and I ate one after. <laughs> but yeah, I can't remember. But the, the most impressive one was the one about meeting Ravs because it, it was very accurate, actually. It was weird. Oh. Very weird. Very strange. And I had that before I'd even started talking to him, which was really weird. That is strange. It's difficult to know, isn't it? Like with, I guess if you have things like, um, like if you dream about eating a sandwich and then you eat a sandwich, it's like, did I do that because I dreamt of sandwiches? And then I that put it in my head of like... I want to eat a sandwich now because I've been dreaming about that. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, other yeah. ones are like, oh, spooky. Mm. The spookiest one I had was I had a dream that this is one of those things that I think just doesn't sound believable, but I'll say it anyway. I had a dream that they were making a film adaptation of The Rum Diary and that Johnny Depp was going to play Paul Kemp the main character. No, I had a dream that my friend told me about this and it was just such a mundane dream Mm -hmm. that I didn't think anything of it. And then a few months later, they announced that they were making a film of The Rum Diary and Johnny Depp was going to play Paul Camp, the main character. And I went to my friend. This is where it gets weird. I went to my friend and I was like, you were right. They're making the film. And they were like, what's The Rum Diary? I've I've not read that. (laughs) I was like, Oh. oh my god, what the heck? <laughs> and the strangest thing is, for some reason I knew the name of the main character and I've never read the book. I was just like, what? That's so strange. Like the only thing that I can think that makes it slightly not too weird is because the Rum Diary, I did used to, when I worked in a music shop, we sold that book and it's by 
Hunter S. Thompson, who is the same. Oh, they did. What's the one with the bats? With the bats. They oh, I'm not sure. wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. And that obviously stars Johnny Depp. So right. it's probably that my brain made that connection. It was just but a very, was still very, really very specific weird. coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> That's reminded me of another one, though. Our good friend, Ted Edge, uh, I. <laughs> I dreamt of his real name and I ended up saying, ha I dreamt that your name is so-and-so and he just said, what the hell? And it was. <laughs> so there's that. It is funny how like, because of times like this, you do sometimes get that feeling. Like I had a dream that um, Dan, Dan Thaniel, I had a dream that he died at sea and oh I didn't God. tell anyone the dream until I saw that he was okay because I was so scared that what if, oh my God. What if this was real? Oh, poor Dan. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of another dream I had this week. Oh no, it was it was last week. I had this dream. Basically, I had this book. It was like a really amazing like illustrated book. It was sort of in the style of like Edward Gorey. Oh and yeah. It was basically, it was so specific. It was Australian musicians and how they will die. <laughs> Oh my god! You could turn a page and it would give you a new one every day and it would just be these like really um, good illustrations that were just like, Dylan plays the bugle and he got eaten by a sea monster. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was just, every day I would just check my book and be like, which Australian musician's gonna die That's today? amazing! I want that book! It sounds great! <laughs> I woke up just like, the heck is this meant to mean? That's such a good book. I love it. <laughs> How weird. Well, given my other dream, maybe this will get released at some point. <laughs> yeah, maybe it will. I can't wait. I want to be the first pre-order. <laughs> I, I don't think Edward Gorey is alive anymore. I'm not sure. I remember studying a lot of Edward Gorey when I was in college. I think I had a book of is when I was a child. I can't remember what it was called. Did he do did he do the shrinking of Treehorn? Or was that someone else? I am not sure. I can have a look. I I've completely forgotten about Edward Gorey. I I studied a lot of his art um for my final project in college. Shrinking of Treehorn was illustrated by Edward Gorey. There you go. There's a little oh, there we go. thing taking up space in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you dreamt about it. <laughs> it's basically about this boy that just keeps on getting smaller until he disappears. Oh. It terrified me as a child. Cool. Well, that's the thing. Like this book, Australian Musicians and How They Die, <laughs> it sounds very Edward Corey. It's the sort of thing that he would do, yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, amazing. Maybe you could be the next the next Edward Corey. Well, I need... You're the one with the art skills. We can be a team. I will say the words and you can draw them in paint and then we'll make a book. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I am definitely, definitely up for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. This has reminded me of, I always associate The Shrinking of Treehorn with another book that was, oh, is it Flat Stanley? I've heard of that, a, I think. This boy who gets squashed and then he just lives as a flat boy. <laughs> I just Googled it and it says, people also ask, what is the point of Flat Stanley? What is the point? What's oh the point God. of you? I remember a story. It was a Goosebumps story that I read over and over and over again. It's the only Goosebumps I've ever read. Um, it was called Chicken Chicken. And it was about a girl and her brother living with her parents. And their next door neighbor was a, a scary lady of, like who they thought was a witch. I don't know what happened. I don't know if like the girl 
or the family just ate a lot of chicken or if they hurt some chickens or something, but the neighbor got really mad and put a spell on them so that the kids turned into chickens and like gradually they're like growing feathers and beaks and shrinking and stuff until eventually they had to go and say sorry to the witch. And then the witch is like, oh, okay, you got such good manners. You said sorry. All right, I'll take the curse off of you. (laughs) (laughs) And then they do something else and she, she, the book ends with her putting another spell on them. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that, that was that book's always stuck with me. The only Goosebumps I've ever read. I really liked it though. I thought it was great. I remember reading, I don't think it was Goosebumps, but it was a similar sort of book. And it was about a boy who asks for he asks for something. There's like a school race and he needs something that's going to help him run quickly because I think he's a bit of like a nerdy boy and he's like worried he's not athletic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets given these pants that are going to help him run really quickly. And then he is like running and he's really far ahead of everyone else. And I guess it's a bit like the tortoise and the hare. He gets a bit cocky and he's like, well, I'm so far ahead that I'm going to stop and have a have a shower in this fountain. <laughs> and the thing he wasn't told is that if you get the pants wet, they shrink and they start oh, like no. shrinking into him and he has to take them off. And I think he just ends up having to hide and he never gets to finish the race. And I remember... Having read that story from my school library and then I was watching Round the Twist and that happened on an episode of that and I was just oh. like, oh, did they steal that? Oh my oh, God. It's one of those weird childhood memories that I've never worked out what was happening. Maybe I accidentally read a book of Round the Twist and then saw the episode. Did they <laughs> yeah. have books? Were there books back then? Did they exist? Did people have dreams? Did they have books? What did they do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! There's also a book that I read as a child that I've always wanted to find because I loved the cover of it. Oh, I know you shouldn't judge books. Oh, I do that. I do that all the time. (laughs) But it was this series of books that had they had covers and then they had things cut out of the covers so that. Wait, have I told you about these before? I'm not sure. Am I having deja vu? Tell me again. There was like a cover of the book and it had holes cut out, so it would look like, oh, look, there's something perfectly fine, and then you'd lift the first cover and underneath it would be like a scary version of what it was. And the one that always stuck with me was this book about a fish that would eat people and it gets taken to these people as like their pet fish and they always hear the noises of the fish like flappy slap into their room and then it (gasps) kills them off and then they're like the only way they can think to stop this fish is that they freeze it in a block of ice and they throw it out to sea and then the end of the book is that this fish has thawed out and it's been taken into a restaurant and it's in a tank and you just know that it's gonna kill everyone there (laughs) i don't think you've ever told me about that There was like this series of books that we had in our school library and I just can't remember like who wrote them or what they were called, but I used to love them. Well, this is... Flappy, slappy fish. This is the platform to find out if anybody remembers those books. If anybody <laughs> Does listening... anyone remember the story of the fish and the, and the running pants? The murder fish and the running <laughs> murder pants? Murder fish, running pants? Anyone in comments you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. There's there's so many times of like, I guess because when we were growing up, there wasn't really like, well, I guess it's probably the same now. There's not really like ways to look things up as there were. Because like a lot of things, a lot of songs we had were cds and cassettes it's not like you listen to them online and yeah but yeah sometimes it's difficult to find these things like i found an author who i used to love the books of because someone happened to retweet a tweet of hers and i was like oh <gasps> demora pierce i loved her books when i was growing mm-hmm. up so i just need to someone yeah. to uh, retweet about a, a killer fish <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's the thing like back then like I bet there's just so much stuff that we've forgotten about from our childhood just because there wasn't really a way of recording that we'd experienced it like now you might go and tweet about it and be like I really enjoyed this book yeah and like google more in the series and stuff but but yeah like like Edward Gorey like I I remember really enjoying like the illustrations and stuff but I'd completely forgotten <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgotten. My parents are going through the loft at the moment to have a bit of a sort out. And my mum sent me this video that she'd taken of just like panning across all of these childhood toys that they found. And it was just like little nostalgia fireworks going off in my head of, I remember that and that and that. Mm -hmm. There's like boglins and trolls and all of these things. I was Ah. like, I remember all of this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. When I first moved into my flat, whenever I went home, I would go up in the loft. I don't know why, but I'd always end up in the loft and I'd always end up looking through like my stuff and my toys and it was really weird. And I'd be like, right, I'm taking that home. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. And I'd come out of my parents' house with just handfuls of old stuff. Like (laughs) I found the old SNES and I was like, that's coming home with me. (laughs) This is so much nostalgia. What was your favorite toy when you were little? Um, I, oh, favorite toy. There was someone I was speaking to whose favourite toy was the same as mine and it was a post office. Oh was my that gosh, you? I used to love my post office. Yeah. I loved my post office. I thought it might have been you. We yeah. Basically, I have um, a brother and a sister and I'm the youngest and we used to play shops and my sister was always, she got the tea shop because she was the only one trusted to use the kettle because she was <laughs> the oldest. And my brother would usually be the post office and I would end up being the supermarket and I always wanted to be the post office and oh, those sweet occasions where he'd be like do you want to be the post office and I'd be like yes Aww, <laughs> oh my god yeah I loved my post office I just I've always been obsessed with like I've always wanted to uh, you know when you I, I have a very like rose tinted view of what it must be like but I've always loved the idea of being a postal worker <laughs> probably a lot of stress but in my mind it's it's proper like postman pack going round you just know everyone <laughs> yeah when I finished uni and I was looking for jobs like there were a few jobs going like as a postie and I was like I could do that I could have ended up being a postie you imagine <laughs> I'd put the shorts on, then I'd be like, no, I don't like these shorts. <laughs> I'm not wrestling the other postal workers. <laughs> I refuse. I um used to have this post bag that I think it did have postman pat on it and it was like a shoulder bag and I would write letters to my family and then go around the house delivering Aww. them. That is so cute. My my little post office, it had little cupboards in it that you could put the envelopes in and it had a little compartment that you could lift up and it had an ink pad in it and it came with two stamps. Did it have the little scales? Um, the little scales that you could put things on and it, any slight movement would just make it go all the way to the heaviest. No, mine wasn't that good. It didn't have proper scales. It had just like a little flap that came out that was supposed to be a scale like a supermarket scale almost okay but the the stamps were my favorite thing i felt so official stamping stuff with like airmail and then putting it in the box ready to be posted (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much see now i'm slightly worried that i've been talking about how much i love letters and that sort of thing and i'm very aware that i've not written to my pen pal who's getting increasingly impatient by the month (laughs) if she listens to this she's going to be like if you love them so much where is my letter where's my letter (laughs) Well, you'll have to get yourself a toy post office to encourage you to write more letters. (laughs) I can weigh them and stamp them before I post them. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. 
Oh, we have been talking for over an hour. We should probably stop, huh? Yeah. This is nice, though. It's like a nice, this is nice. therapy session. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's just talking about wrestling and post offices and, and what else did we talk about? Ass. Wrestling the postman. Wrestling postman, yes. Cabbages. Cabbage, bananas. If you dream of cabbage, look after yourself. Yeah. I mean, probably look after yourself anyway. And if you dream of bananas, then then well done. If you dream of someone's legs, tell them how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next time. We will be able to report back Kirsty's Mario Kart score next time. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know. I might have had another dream about it by then. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, Kirsty. Thank you, Bryony. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.